we're building our gates differently now. So now we have a middle runner. So now we have another point of contact for that board that hits, you know, where your uh, striker is and your handle. And I'm watching TikTok one day and uh, somebody was saying, hey, you're doing that wrong. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I've been doing that wrong for 20 something years. <laughs> yeah. So now we have zero callbacks on <laughs> on any of that because we build our gates the way they're. I wouldn't I like say them. the way they're supposed to be built, but. Welcome to My Fence Life's bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day. Dan and Cannon share their phone conversations with each other and conversations with industry leaders and fencers to find out about their day. There's no telling what you'll hear them talking about. And if you'd like to be a guest, a sponsor, or do a recorded call, go to MyFenceLife.com and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. Today's podcast is sponsored by Expert Stain and Seal, the only odor-free, self-leveling, no-back-brushing stain and seal on the market. RealGoodStain.com Hello? What's up, bro? Oh, nothing much, man. Listen, man. Uh, did I tell you that I finally got set up as a, as a, as a dealer for D&D? Yeah, yeah, you did tell me. You mentioned something about you uh, placed a big old order. Bro, listen. Yes, 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 I did. And have you been on their website and looked at all the different options they have? Um, Kind of, sort of. I can, though, while we're on the phone. I'm in front of my computer. Look, I am broke. I know I got their website saved on. It's like uh, com. Yep. So, look, man, we... We have, I've ordered several different varieties of pieces forever, man. I would call up suppliers, though, and just be like, hey, guys, uh, I need some vinyl hinges and some vinyl gate latches. And that was it. Never specified, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've always thought to myself, like, every time I order vinyl hardware or wood, like, it's always a little bit different. You know what I mean? And so now that I'm a dealer, we have the actual model number, the SKU number, and we can order the exact one that we want every time. But dude, so at D and D, I mean just if you just go to like their vinyl hinges, dude, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, and then there's some more that go to wood <laughs> and vinyl. I mean there's a dozen different options of <laughs> of vinyl uh gate hinges. They got self closing, they got regular uh, they got plain pivot. They've got, uh, dude. I, 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 so we did a job out in Slidell, and the guy wanted to gate between a brick column on his patio and his house. So we went ahead and had uh, diggers make us the gate exactly what we needed, and we used these hinges they have. They're called Quick Fit. Have you seen those? I think so. Is that for aluminum gates? Yes. Yeah, digger sells them. Yeah, so these hinges have three sides to them. Two sides you mount to the brick wall, and then it's got like a piece of angle iron hanging off of it so you can mount your gate to it. Mm. Piece of cake. We did two of those like that, and they worked like a charm. I did see that on the uh, – as soon as I popped up, as soon as I typed in D&D on Google, that's the first picture you see is that hinge you're talking about where you can mount aluminum uh, gate straight to a, a surface of some sort. 
Yeah, they got all kinds of stuff, man. Bro, here's two more vinyl hinges. I said they had 12. I think I'm on 13 or 14 here. Did you know that the vinyl gate hinges were actually stainless steel? Really? Yeah. And the wood ones are not. Have you ever wondered why? Why? I don't know. I kind of figured, like, you know. I thought you were going to have some great information for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, but listen, the best thing I can come up with is, you know, vinyl is like a lifetime product. So you might as well have a lifetime hinge, a stainless steel hinge. Wood, what do we say? Well, we know and we guarantee it's going to rot, warp, twist, all that stuff. So right. you just need a 8 to 12-year hinge. Maybe. I don't know. I really don't know. Well, the other thing is you can get them in bronze or brown or whatever and white. I so, didn't know that. Yeah. So we're getting, yeah, we're getting ready to do a white job, and we're ordering all our hinges through them in white. Wow. Yeah. Are you and then, on the website now? Yeah, I'm on the website now. I'm looking. I'm just kind of like clicking around. <laughs> and I find like the most rare hands. So I'm like, oh, look what I found. <laughs> well, the other thing too is if you go to their website, they have the spec and CAD drawings for everything. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Especially if you're doing do you commercial work. Badass. I'm sorry. I don't shut know. Uh, if you hit on the brand button and then shut it, badass. Dude, just for okay. fun. There's 22 different badass hinges. So when you say badass, I mean, that could be a... There's 22 different versions of it. <laughs> Just for fun, up in the top right where it says search, I typed in badass. <laughs> <laughs> it works, too, on this yeah. side. 4, 8, 12, 13. I got 15 just on this page. Is there another page? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's another page. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, 22 of them. Wow. So they've got, I mean, seriously, one, two, three. There's four different kinds, kind of like that aluminum hinge where mm-hmm. you could mount it to a wall and just swing it. Uh, I mean, they get, they get hinges. So, like, if you have a steel post and an aluminum gate, there's a hinge for that. If you have a round post and a steel gate, there's a hinge for that. If you have a round post and an aluminum gate, well, guess what, Dan? There's a hinge for that. There's even a baby badass hinge. Yeah, I see it. A little barrel hinge. Yeah, kind of cute. Yeah. It's really like a, like a nut and a boat and two magnets is what it looks like. <laughs> but it's, oh, okay. So it's available in the, even that one. So it's not 22, bro. It's even more than that. So so that one baby badass is available in steel, rusted aluminum, and steel slash aluminum. Okay. So it's available in all steel, all aluminum, or one side steel, one side. So that one yeah. baby badass hinge, there's three different versions of it. So they really get like 60 or 70 different hinges. So we used one of those, and what we were able to do is is we got the steel-aluminum combo. So we were able to weld the steel part onto a steel post. Uh-huh. And then we, uh, we had a guy, because we don't weld aluminum, but he welded yeah. the aluminum gate to the aluminum part. Ain't that something? Yeah, man. They got this shit figured out. But then they got the specs, everything right here for you. You can even shop by your gate material, pedestrian gate, application. If it's a if it's an entry gate, if it's a child safety gate, if it's a single driveway gate, if it's a front gate, what's a front gate, Dan? Mm-hmm. Like out by the road, front gate. I don't know. I hit it and it says opens to 180 degrees for unobstructed pass through. Huh. I don't know, dude. I got lost on this website one time. They've got uh, 
If you go to, wait, there's a spot on here, man. Yeah, resources. Oh, let me blow my screen up, bro. If you go to that resource page, um, they have education. And if you go to their education, you can take all these courses. Mm. Wow. And you can get course credits. <clears throat> because some of these engineers are making you be uh, accredited in some of this stuff. Oh, dude, there's a whole other page. There's a, I'm just looking at the hinge page. There's a whole gate latch page. Too. What is that at? Go to the very top. Oh, I see. Gate right. latches and locks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Dude, I just realized we're recording this, and it's just you and I talking, looking at a website. <laughs> <laughs> there's two pages of gate latches. Uh, here's so I really like these lock it, uh, lock latch. Mm-hmm. I did too. It's simple. Yeah. Simple. Super easy to put in too, man. We use like the magnetic. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm, no, sorry. We use the uh, second one from the top, the lock latch magnetic push pull oh, gate lock. That is that that is like to me. That's like the Cadillac of latches. We put that on every single uh, aluminum job that we do. If they buy, if they go with our, uh, it's not a pool, I guess. Yeah, if it was well, not a pool, yeah. But you know what? We've been doing a lot of um, five foot spear top, but we get the flush bottom. Mm-hmm. That way, we're still pool code, and we can use this latch at fifty four inches up higher. Yeah. Wow. But that and, one there takes like a half inch hole. You drill a hole through the gate, right? Yeah, you drill a hole through the gate, mm-hmm. it, dude. It works great. There's this one little thing, though, you got to know. There's this little pin. If you cut it too short, then it won't work. Wow. So you really got to open the paperwork and measure it right because the, the paperwork tells you exactly how long to cut it. Do they have door hinges? Oh, no, no, I saw that. It's like door hinges like for doors, like in your office doors. It's a, it's a hydraulic door closure slash hinge system for a concealed fit door. Yeah. For a high-end Closet door, not my closet door. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking at those, um, I was like, door hinges. And, you know, we get a lot of people call us and and like, hey, I need a a door on on the right side. Like a door, you mean a gate? Yeah, a door. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And they call the whole fence a gate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they call the whole fence a gate. I'm trying to get get my, uh, I'm trying to get a gate for my backyard. Okay, well, do you have a fence already? No, I I need it. I'm trying to get a gate for my backyard. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I get that too, man. But um, so when I saw a door, I'm like, don't tell me these guys are going way out of the terminology for the fencing world, right? And sure enough, no, it's really doors like. Inside your house. Yeah, yeah, and the the way their countersunk is pretty dope, dude. They have a magnet latch gate gap spacer, so if you set your aluminum too far apart, or you have to set it too far apart, damn. Where, where's that at, bro? Wait, where'd you find that? Go to products, and then go down to gate accessories, Product. and this will give you an extra three eighths of an inch. So magnet latch has a standard width. Oh, I see that, dude. They got everything in here, man. Look at this. So if your if your latch is if your gap is up to two inches, you can put this uh, spacer in there and make it fit. And I've had that happen. 
Yeah. I've had that happen. We, and sometimes it ain't your fault. It's like concrete or sidewalk in the way. You don't really have a lot of options, you know. We had some pool piping in the way and ran into that issue. I don't know how Dylan fixed it, but he definitely fixed it. But look at this, man. They even sell the uh, the uh, gate springs for the self-closing gates. That's bad. I was trying to say it, but it is. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even want to talk about this. They, they sell those uh, wood hardware anti-sag kits. Yeah, yeah. We'll just skip over that. I, I got it. D and D. You got it. They also have a. Uh, they also sell the black screws, the screws that everybody, the Phillips head screws that you love. They sell them by the bag. And come they, with the little black watch. So we've ran into this doing chain link fence because you know we did our first chain link fence here, black chain link. Um, huh? How'd that go? It went good, man. It went good. It wasn't a whole lot, but it went good. I mean, I could do it in half the time they did it, but they got to learn, right? Got to start somewhere. But they've got the adapters that go on a chain link fence to put your magna latch. So they have these round to flat adapters to go from, I think it's two and three eighths. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Gate frame diameter, inch and three eighths and inch and five eighths, post diameter. They have two inch, two and a half, and two and seven eighths. So you can put a magna latch on a chain link fence. That's freaking dope. I just found that out, by the way. So yeah, I, I seen, I seen it. I, I scrolled through it too. I was like, wow, that's cool. Hey, I, I did order some gate stops. We're bad. Like we don't, we don't use gate stops. I think we should. You know. Um, you know oh, the yeah. gate stop, you know what that is? Yeah. Yes. So. That, yeah, that little flange that goes at the bottom of the gate or top mm-hmm. of the gate or whatever. So when it slams, rather than all that pressure being on the latch and that pin, now you have a four inch or a five inch wide piece of plastic or metal or whatever it is as well. So now you get the pin and this other piece. And I think the ideal thing is you want to spread them out. So if your hinge is in the middle or your latch is in the middle or even above the middle, well, you'd want to put your stop at the bottom. And so now you get two pressure points, and the second pressure point that you've added is wide. Mm. And I think these vinyl fences, man, they catch some wind. And, you know, I know what happens. People have their gate open in their hand. There's a good wind gust, and they lose a gate, and it slams shut. That ain't good for nothing, bro. Or, or they're taking the trash out. So yeah. they open the gate, grab their trash can, walk out to the street, don't close the gate, and then wham, bam. And then they're calling you, telling you you didn't do something right because a 30-mile-an-hour wind slammed right. their gate at 287 miles an hour. Right. <laughs> I, showed, I showed up at this one house, man. This is back when I built my gates a little differently. I mean, we literally just built this fence. And the lady goes, my gate, it uh, the board just fell off. I'm like, fell off? Well, this was before. It fell off. <laughs> Yeah, this was before I was doing things the way I was doing. So I drive out there like a big idiot, right? Drive out there, look at it, and I'm like, uh, what happened? The striker literally was bent. So her husband, I think it was like a week old, he had taken the garbage out twice, and both times he's like, yeah, when I take the garbage out, the gate doesn't stay open. It slams shut. And I'm like, well, um, yeah. <laughs> So we had some that, that, that did that to us, too, before. And I think it was like cheaper pins, metal or something. But then I learned if you put that little loop over top of the striker, mm-hmm. 
it, it, I mean, it really can't do that. You know what I mean? So, I'm, dude, I've learned a lot over the years, man. Um, number one, stuff like that is like, wow. Yeah. How do we not know that? Well, number one, we're building our gates differently now. So now we have a middle runner. So now we have another point of contact for that board that hits, you know, where your uh, striker is and your handle. And I'm watching TikTok one day and uh, somebody was saying, hey, you're doing that wrong. And I was like, wait a second. (laughs) I've been doing that wrong for 20 something years. (laughs) Yeah. So now we have zero callbacks on. On any of that, because we build our gates the way they're, I wouldn't I like say the way they're supposed to be built, but much better. I like better. it when people put the handle like way out of the way, like on the Z brace. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, like, why did you put it there? <laughs> it ain't even, it ain't even in, in, like where the gate opens. It's like in the middle of the damn gate. <laughs> yeah, you go back for some for a warranty deal, and they like went to Ace Hardware and bought this rogue handle and just screwed it in the middle of the Z brace. <laughs> <laughs> It's anyway. pretty common, man. I, I see it. I see it a lot. Yeah, so do I. We got people here, man, using using eye boats and rebar for their drop rods. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. And they're building gate braces that look like Spider-Man. Bruh, I know who you're talking about. So <laughs> I'm scrolling through Facebook, and I see that, and I'm like, what is what going is on? It looked like Spider-Man walked up and went, <laughs> Gate braces. <laughs> and then I zoomed in and I'm like, what the hell is this drop Man, rod? We don't know which way is best. Look, we just do all the ways. <laughs> Up, down, side to side. We got compression, we got tension, and we got... Uh, yeah, we got an extra one. Yeah, just we just got an extra one in there for good measure. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those, man. One of these is going to work, damn it. <laughs> well, why are you using eye bolts and rebar when you can buy a 24-inch drop rod for like 15 bucks? I don't know, man. I really don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Imagine having to grab that rusty <laughs> rebar every time you want to open your gate. Yeah. What do you do for your um? What do you do for your drop rods, man? What do you put in the ground? Do you put anything in the ground? Pipe, bro. Top rail. All right. Yeah, that's what that, we do. That's that's a good question for you, actually, because you don't have top rail all the time. So we always we we have. You know, multi-purpose trucks. So there's top rail always, and we actually at the end of these jobs, like when we get down to like these three foot pieces, four foot pieces, um, we generally don't throw them away. We we take them, we put them on our chop saw, and we cut like twelve inch lengths of these one and three inch top rail. And so where we keep our drop rods, there's also a bucket beside them that's full of these little we call them receivers. They're just twelve inch pieces of uh, top rail, you know. Well, it's funny you say that because whenever we tear down a residential fence, chain link, yeah, chain link, we uh we keep all the top rail for that, yeah, for that. So we'll <laughs> we'll have you know sticks of it, and it'll be raining one day, and the guys will come in at two o'clock, and they're like, like, hey, hey, we're paying y'all for the whole day, so get out there and cut drop rod. How receivers. long have you found that you need to cut those? I think we cut them about twelve inches. Yeah. yeah. We've done some in the past. It was like four inches. And man, when it rains and the wind blows. Yeah. You can't do them. You got to do them longer. You got to get that in there. Really, so, man, I think if you're going to do it right, and I'm not saying nothing about you because we don't do it this way either. Like, I think the best way to do it would be to like take your post digger, get a plug, and concrete it in there. You know what I'm saying? So. We've never done that. Yeah. I found if you take that 
receiver, as you call it, piece of top rail. You bang it in a few inches, three, four inches, pull it out. Get the dirt out of it. Hit, get the dirt out of it. I'm not like a big duty turd. Yeah. <laughs> and then beat it back in. It works great. We use 24-inch drop rods. I see a lot of 18-inch around, but I just feel like the 24 gives you more. more uh, I'm just at 12, man. Yeah, but they're more. Um, they're not grabbing and real close together. You know, they're you spaced need, you apart. Need, you need that spread on it. Yeah, you need a spread. And my son, uh, Tylen, he used to take, he used to take his post hole digger, and do a, do like a you know, a divot. Yeah. Then he would drive it in, and this is back when we were doing setting concrete, you know, wet setting, and he would pour something around there. That's the best way to do it. Hands that, down. He used to do that on every job he did. Hands down. He doesn't do it anymore. Now we're. Look, man, we got some drop rods right now. So long. If you ain't careful, man, you'll hit the damn latch open in the drop rod. <laughs> Those jokers are loud, brother. Yeah, we just did some uh, <laughs> three, three footers, three foot drop rods. Yeah. Yeah, but they were for an aluminum gate. They for worked an, well, though. Yeah, it was for an older lady. She lives right on a boat launch, so she wanted the gate to open inward for her aluminum fence. And she wanted to be able to stake them both off. So we don't even have a latch on it. Just got two drive rods. Okay. I'm going to try this rebar thing out there. Yeah, rebar and I lose. Let me get right on top of that. Anyway, look, bro, I got to go. I got stuff to do. I'm trying to get my day finished up. All right, then. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. All right, baby. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert stain and seal. Realgoodstain.com. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal shut it badass hitch and benji with cleverfox.online helping businesses digitally outfox the competition we invite you to leave us a review your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry you can connect with dan and canon on instagram and facebook at my fence life the concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. Mm-hmm.